<clears throat> Imagine you're in a room, and the only thing giving light to this room is a lamp. If this lamp is the only thing lighting the room, why would you cover this lamp up? It would defeat the whole purpose of the lamp. This analogy is from Matthew five fourteen through 16, which reads, You are a light in the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand. And it gives light to, the, to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works, and give glory to the Father who is in heaven. This passage is telling us that we are a light, and we should, be, and we should bring light to the world instead of hiding our light, because we are scared or want to fit in with our peers. Instead of hiding our light under a basket, we should put our light on a stand so we can let our light shine even brighter. But Jesus doesn't stop by saying, uh, Jesus doesn't stop by just saying we should let our light shine. He also says how, which is by doing good works and glorifying God. Controlling our tongue is a good work that we struggle with every day. Turn with me to James 3, 9 through 10. With it we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, these ought not to be so. This verse is saying how we can bless the Lord with our mouth, or curse others with it, and it should not be this way. Next, let's look at Matthew twelve, thirty-six and 37. I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will give account for every careless word they speak. For by your words you will be justified, and your words will be condemned. This verse tells us that we will be judged on judgment day by what you say. Next, turn with me to James 1.26. If anyone thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his heart, This person's religion is worthless. This verse explains that if you do not control your tongue, your religion is worthless to God. Another good work is by helping others. Let's look in James 1.27. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God is... To visit orphans and widows in their affliction, to keep oneself unattained from the world. This verse tells us we should visit orphans and widows and stay apart from the world. Next, turn with me to Matthew twenty-five, thirty-five through forty. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer to him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry, and feed you, or thirsty, and give you drink? And when did we see you a stranger, and welcome you, or naked, and give you clothes? And when did we see you sick, or in prison, and visit you? And the king will answer them, Truly I say to you, 
As you did to one of the least of these brothers, you did it to me. This verse tells us that if we help people in need, then we are helping God. The reason we, do, we would do all these good works is for God. Let's look in Hebrews thirteen twenty one. It reads, Equip you with everything, every good thing, and that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. We do, we do these good works because it's God's will, and we should always give glory to God. And as you go out your daily lives, try to be like a lamp on a stand and be a light to the whole world. And if you're not a child of God tonight, we urge you to become so by believing Jesus is the Son of God, repenting of your sins, confessing Jesus as Lord, and being buried with Christ in the baptism for the forgiveness of your sins. If we can help you in any way, please come while together we stand and while we sing.